0: Hi listener, if you have enjoyed listening to All About India, The Insider Tales and want us to keep going strong and regularly putting out new shows, please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Podcast or patreon.com slash Hindi on the go by making a small monthly donation.
1: Every dollar helps and allows us to focus solely on bringing you fascinating little known stories about India.
0: It's episode 4 of our series all About India Insider Tales. My name is Shraddha and here with me are Ritansh and Jaibod. In this episode, you will hear the fascinating tale of the world's biggest botanical heist and that of the world's biggest theft of proprietary rights. This is a story of industrial espionage and the theft of tea saplings from the forbidden area of China.
1: And if you stay till the end, you can learn a useful Hindi phrase as well.
0: You can also listen to this episode's Hindi version with some Hindi expressions and their uses.
1: And you can download the Hindi version's transcript as well as the detailed worksheets based on that podcast with more vocabulary from patreon.com slash allaboutindia podcast or patreon.com slash Hindi on the go.
0: was introduced to the British in the 17th century, whereas Chinese people started drinking tea in 28th century BCE. Tea was first mentioned in the early 17th century writings of Samuel Pepys, an English diarist and naval administrator, as a Chinese drink that had some medicinal use. In 1662, when King Charles II, married the Portuguese princess Catherine of Braganza, her dowry consisted of a chest of tea and the island of Bombay. Catherine, who was used to drinking tea, had her first sip of tea in England in May 1662 at Port's Mouth. Soon, the British elite fell in love with the Chinese beverage. So, the British East India Company started buying tea from China and selling it in England at a very high price.
1: Unfortunately for the British, the Chinese would accept only silver in payment for its tea. In response, the British introduced opium into China, leading to the famed Opium Wars of the mid-19th century. These wars prompted the British to look for an alternative source of tea and it identified the Indian state of Assam as a suitable place for tea cultivation.
0: It was a very difficult task to procure tea sapling and seeds from China as the Chinese guarded tea saplings and seeds like a treasure, and getting caught with them was punishable by death. So, the British employed a Scottish botanist named Robert Fortune to steal living tea saplings from the Chinese tea plantations of Zhejiang and Anhui and to secretly transport them into India. Fortune gladly accepted the 500 pound annuity from the East India Company and the commercial rights to tea cultivation using the tea saplings and the seed that he would smuggle out of China.
1: But the areas that had tea plantations in China were forbidden to foreigners. So Robert Fortune had to disguise himself as a Chinese trader but the problem was his height. He was almost a foot taller than the average Chinese man. So someone came up with the idea that he would be disguised as a man from the northern provinces of China, the home of some of the tallest people in the country. To look like a Chinese trader, Fortune had to have his head shaved, braid his hair and keep a Chinese name which was Singhua. 1848, Fortune
0: set out for the tea plantations in disguise with his guide and servant on an exhausting three-month expedition. It was a tough task, as not only did he have to secretly smuggle tea saplings and seeds, but he had to acquire the knowledge of how the tea plants grew and how tea leaves were processed, knowledge which was well guarded in China. Then he also needed to send Chinese tea planters to India who would train Indians to
1: grow and process tea. Fortune stole about 13,000 plant samples and 10,000 seeds and managed to smuggle them out of China through Hong Kong and Kolkata. Stealing Chinese tea plants as well as Chinese tea processing expertise in order to create a tea industry in India was the biggest botanical heist in history as well as one of the biggest thefts of intellectual property to date.
0: The British East India Company planted these saplings and seeds in the Indian state of Assam under the supervision of Robert Fortune. But these saplings couldn't withstand the hotter climate of Assam and began to wither. So, all Fortune's efforts were about to go to waste. But Fortune came to know about the discovery of some shrubs in 1823 by Robert Bruce, which were certified as a variety of tea plant.
1: Jardin, Matheson & Company, which had a strong network of opium smuggling in China, maintained a steady flow of Chinese planters into India. Initially, carpenters and shoemakers from Chinese settlements were being sent up to Assam on the belief That every Chinaman must be an expert in tea cultivation and manufacture, although many of them had never ever seen a tea sapling. But they recruited some genuine Chinese tea planters and refiners as well. So,
0: the British East India Company, with the technique acquired from China by Robert Fortune, started growing and processing both native Indian and Chinese tea in Assam. And Darjeeling, and a large part of these areas were earmarked for tea plantations. By 1860, more than 50 companies were producing tea in eastern India, which were run by British owners. Indian tea was first shipped to London in December 1838, and by 1888, Indian tea exports into Britain totaled over 86 million pounds exceeding China's 80 million pounds.
1: The Indian tea store opened on Oxford Street in London in 1881. Tea grown in India was sold in beautiful expensive wooden boxes. Back in India, the Darjeeling Himalayan Railway which opened in 1880 helped in the growth of Indian tea industry and was used for the transportation of tea from tea-growing hilly areas to Kolkata port from where it would be exported. As a result of the abundant
0: tea supply from India, then later from Sri Lanka, China's share of the global tea supply dropped by 50% between 1872 and 1896. And by 1900, China's share had dramatically declined to a mere 10%. So, Chinese tea cultivators, especially small-sized tea farming households, that were dependent on the income from tea export, suffered badly. And many tea plantations closed and thousands of people became jobless. Jaibod, can you please tell us about the tea seller who sold us tea when we were travelling to Banaras by train?
2: Oh, It was 1991, three of us, Shraddha, me and Ritansh, who were just six months old then, were going to Banaras by train to attend the wedding of one of my childhood friends. It was a winter afternoon, the weather was nice when we heard a tea seller shouting in our train compartment nearby, Chai Lelo, Chai Lelo, which means take tea, take tea. We felt like having tea. As for Indians, having tea is a favorite pastime, especially on a train journey. So I called the tea seller over. When he came, we were amazed to see him carrying a big tea container made of brass, at the bottom of which a Charcoal stove was attached which kept the tea warm. Then we asked for tea which he served in small clay pots. It was Indian masala tea which was delicious and had just the right amount of sugar and milk and a nice aroma of cardamom as well. After having the first cup of tea, we craved for another one. I still remember the tea seller. And his tea, even after so many decades, have passed. Perhaps it was some of the best tea we have ever had. Don't you think so, Shraddha? Oh
0: yes, that's true. I remember it too. Shall we give the listener a Hindi phrase?
1: Sure, here we go. Mm-hmm. Will you please tell me the shortest way to go to this place? Is translated as "mujhe." Is Jagger Jane Ka Subsechota Rasta Bataye. I'll say it again slowly, just repeat it with me. Mujhe is Jagger Jane Ka Subsechota Rasta Bataye.
0: Now I am going to say it again slowly, just repeat it with me. Mujhe is Jagha Jane Ka Sapse Chota Rasta Bataye? I'll say it again one more time, just repeat it with me. Mujhe Is Jagha Jane Ka Sapse Chota Rasta Bataye? We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Did you know we have a Facebook page? That's right. All About India is on Facebook. We want to make a community where listeners can share stories and travel tips. Come join us. Link is in the episode's description.
1: And make sure to subscribe our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you are at it, if you found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating on iTunes, Spotify, etc. You could
0: also support the show on Patreon. Goodbye. Namaste.